Welcome to Bitch Talk, booze interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco. I'm Erin. That's Ange. Hi. That's Char. Hello. You can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com where you can sign up for our monthly e-news. For behind-the-scenes videos and two-minute clips of our interviews, head to our YouTube channel and subscribe. You can find us every other Thursday morning at 9.30 a.m. at bff.fm. And if you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For the love of God, do it. It really helps. What's up, y'all? It's a basic bitch for that ass because uh, we realized in our last basic that uh, there's still a lot of things to catch up on. Sadly, or I don't know. Um, so yeah, here we are. Uh, I'm fully unemployed now. Oh, and fully vaxxed. And fully vaxxed. So, <laughs> so you can do things. Ready. Get ready, world. Yeah, watch out, everybody. <laughs> you can do things with your newfound freedom. Yeah, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Uh, no, I mean, that's been a whole thing. And, um, Legally, I actually don't know if I can talk about it. So, but I'm here and uh, I don't know. I'm feeling free, free and easy. Yeah, fuck it. And vaxxed, like you said. Uh, we're all vaxxed. I think we talked about it a while ago, um, which is odd, but great. Um, I don't know if Char still has the robo arm. Like we haven't checked in on the, her robo God, arm. I hope not. It's been like a no, month. no, no, no robo arm. Every once in a while, I'll like check. I'll do like a check to see if it's it's okay, and I, I can feel like the injection site, but nothing, nothing crazy, nothing that I would say I'm not getting it for. I was having a conversation with somebody with a friend uh, just yesterday, and they don't want to get vaxxed because they keep hearing about all the side effects, and that also that their uh, that their parent. Uh, if the parent gets side effects of like 104 degree fever, they might not survive it. And I'm like, really? What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. That's not as bad as the people that are getting their first shot and not getting their second shot oh, because they're they're yeah. just completely wasting resources. So uh, that's one tier less than my anger for the people that are just not showing up for their second shot because they're afraid, which is just beyond my depth of understanding. <laughs> if you're, I just want to say, if you're listening to this podcast and you're on the fence about the vaccine because of the side effects, it's different for everyone. Literally. Um, every person reacts very differently. We, at least in my little pod of people, uh, there are some people that have had zero side effects, like zero, maybe their arm hurt for a day and that's it. Um, uh, I had Johnson and Johnson, and I don't know if I told you guys the was it the week that they were like, oh, we're pulling Johnson and Johnson for a minute? Did I tell you guys I woke up at four in the morning with the worst Charlie horse in my entire life? Yes. Oh, yeah, that's right. And you needed to- It still feels weird. Let's just say that. <laughs> I know. Maybe it's Johnson and Johnson. Maybe it's just old age. Let's just be honest. Um, I've had friends, uh, a couple of close friends uh, who did get sick for like 24 to 36 hours. That's it. And it was gone. So it just varies y'all don't, it's not, it's not that crazy. And if it's like, it's basically flu symptoms. So if you've ever had the flu in your entire life, take an Advil, take the day off, take a sick day, chill, just sleep, just get some rest and drink a Gatorade. That's what I've heard. <laughs> so it's well, not, and those, and yeah. those horror stories, those are just the ones we're focusing on, not all the millions of others that are not horror stories. Correct. So just think of the percentage of people that this is happening to versus not. 
and just right. relax. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I keep thinking that like, or like the person that I was talking to yesterday, she was like trying to tell me, oh, I know so many people that still have lingering side effects from their second dose. And I'm like, are you really no, uh, like, are you really exaggerate? Is that really what's happening? Or are you really just exaggerating this? Because you really just don't want to get it. (laughs) You're just at this point, you're just kind of making excuses and, and and kind of blanketing it for why you don't want to get a, a vaccine. Yeah. So, but I mean, I don't want to like, you know, like, like I say, I was like, I don't want to be too judgy because there's, you know, other people that judge about different things. So I don't want to, so I was just like, you know what, whatever, whatever, whatever works for you. <laughs> but also, no, you probably can't do a lot of shit. Just well, the, well, that was the thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what I yeah, was don't to... complain. You can't complain. Yeah. Then. Well, th- well, that's what I that was my comment. So I was like, well, I guess you and your mom are just going to be staying at home for, you know, you guys don't you guys, you know, are you guys don't go anywhere. And I'm like, well, we go out to walk and yeah, uh, yeah. And go ahead, Ange. Well, on the topic of judging, you know, now the CDC <laughs> now now the CDC has come out with these new guidelines that's yeah. like if you're vaccinated, you can be outside without a mask, which is like an exciting concept, but I don't want to be mistaken for an asshole, you right. know. I, and I'm in and I'm in Orange County, so of course, if I'm walking out without a mask and when I see people walking without a mask, I'm like, "Oh shit, stay away. They're Trump supporters or you know, that's just my assumption." Right. So you know, I would love to walk around without a mask, but I'm still just like, yeah, uh, speaking about being vaccinated. So, you know, I'm still talking about having a wedding this year uh, in the fall. And so there's some decisions that we've made sort of. But of course, I go back and forth because of India and fucking Brazil, because I'm like, I don't know. Oh, and we're going to have the Olympics in July. Like, I think we're having <laughs> back to back. Olympics this year. Yeah, it's just fucking with my head a little bit because I'm like, should we have a wedding? I don't know if we're really out of the clear and Disneyland's open. Like, I don't know. I just I'm I feel weird. One of the things that we're gonna stick with, whether we have it this year or not, is like everyone on the list has to be vaccinated. So that's just what we're gonna put mm-hmm. in there and be like, if you're to your point, Char, if you're not vaccinated, cool. You can't come. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sorry, we just want to keep everyone safe. And it's not a judgment. Well, kind of. It's not a judgment on your beliefs, uh, but it is. Um, but I just think it's fair. And what we've gone through in the last year plus now, it's just, I don't know. It's been free. You can do it. It's opened up to everyone. Get a vaccination and come to our wedding. It's I been- don't think that's too much to ask. And as a guest at your wedding, thank you, because it's just one less thing to have to worry about, you know, because we're definitely not going to be keeping masks on the whole time. And, you know, we're going to be hugging. Like, also, we're like, we know our friend who <laughs> <laughs> whiskeys in. It'll be like masks off. What pandemic? Yeah. Uh, so yeah. What are you talking about? And I think it's going to be a time when it's a lot of people either meeting them, meeting each other for the first time or like haven't seen each other in over a year plus. So I don't know. So that's that's one stipulation and in, in talking around the vaccine. Um, but yeah, uh, we re- also realized not only just vaccine stuff, but like major people have passed away in the last month. Uh, DMX, huge in the hip hop community forever since I feel like I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if y'all have, I don't, have you ever worked with them, Char? 
at any location? I don't think so. I have not. No, no, no. And did you perform for him at some point in your life? <laughs> I mean, you have had weird stories with random folks. No, unfortunately, no. But he was a big part of my high school music mm-hmm. career, <laughs> for sure. That 90s hip hop. He was at the, the core of it, you know, with Rough Riders. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Shock G was a real big one for me. Um I mean, I used to ride around on my purple Honda Civic, like bumping Shock G Digital Underground um, and I Get Around is like my most favorite top five songs ever. And um, I'm ashamed that I didn't know more about Shock G, um, but I've been digging into all all of the <laughs> all of the articles about him. And um, he was like a prolific piano player. I knew that he and Tupac knew each other. I did not know that Tupac was a dancer um with digital underground and toured with them and it was really like shock g who kind of found tupac um which is huge and that uh humpty came from like the uh the parliament p-funk days he was really good friends um with those guys and i think kind of toured with p-funk a little bit um and there's something else i was gonna say about shock g Oh, I have Shock G's story. And I was like, thank God, like some of the folks in my past have posted about this. Cause I'm like, when I used to work in music here in the city, I used to work with a band called Jazz Mafia uh, in 2010, I think it was, they were doing stuff with SF Jazz and they did, um, I think it was a week of tributes and one of them was Cab Calloway and they did a night at Amnesia and I can't remember if Shock G just was slated to be with them or he just showed up. I think he was slated. Well, he performed with them. Wow. And, Holy so, shit. and, and Amnesia is a hell of a small club. Mm-hmm. Uh, RIP because it closed before the pandemic. I hope it comes back. But it's a great space. Um, they had like live music seven days a week. They also had comedy. But anyways, they did this tribute to Cab Calloway. And Shock G, I'll never forget, saw him, saw him with them. And he came over and took my glasses that I had on and put them on for like a set. And I, it was just like the best night of my life. So he was so cool. He, um, and really talented. So, so sad. I literally was laying on my couch with my phone in my air, in the air, like crying <laughs> and playing, I get around. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and, le- and leaving like a sad whatsapp message for our friend c note <laughs> crying <laughs> about shock g so he's only 57 y'all anyways mm-hmm. i just have i have memories of uh back in the days when we still had boom boxes and tapes oh, yeah uh i still have one yeah yeah i will i i remember i used to i guess i was how old it was yeah it was early 90s uh so i must have been like about 12 13 14 and i was making copies of the digital underground tape for some of my friends yeah you were couldn't get this yes. <laughs> i remember it was like i i remember I, I, I just you know like how you have like when something kind of uh triggers a memory and then like i just yes. have that i like when we were talking you know like when the news broke about uh, of, about him passing and uh i just have that picture of me sitting there you know putting the tapes in there and copying play and- play record <laughs> yeah, yeah pressing the button at the same time <laughs> hey man it was rough back then <laughs> it was rough but it was they'll crazy. never 
the kids these days they'll never know they never know <laughs> i mean you know we've been putting together sporadically and i feel like it's coming up we should do another one but like bitch talk mixes and it's so easy now on fucking spotify it's mm-hmm. so easy <laughs> yeah so assholes easy. yeah but that showed how much you loved someone, though, if you made a mixtape for them, oh. especially if it was songs from the radio, because you had to wait till the jockey was done talking because they start the music and he's still talking and you're like, fuck, shut up, you know, so you can hit record. Yes. And then when you there's no there's no better feeling than when you because, um, you know, it's like 30 minutes per side or 15 minutes per side, depending on how long your tape is. But when the end of your song reaches right at the end of that side of the cassette, you know, it's just like it doesn't get cut off at all. That's just pure bliss. Uh, Do either? Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say it made me think about. Um, it was you know one once upon a time my mom was cool. She's not cool anymore, but <laughs> one once upon a time when I was in um, I was in Catholic elementary school, and we were on a bus trip on a field trip. I forgot where we were going to like Lawrence Hall of Science or something like that, and we all got to listen to our Walkmans. I think we were in the fifth grade. We all got to listen to our Walkmans and bring tapes. And I just grabbed a bunch of my mom's mixtapes. And my mom had me when she was younger. So she was like 21. So she was only at that time. She's only. Dude, she's she was super fucking cool. Yeah. She was in her thirties. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I had this tape yeah. mix and this tape mix with like Beastie Boys and, yes. you know, like Brass Monkey and all Fuck these, yeah. all the, like all the cool music at the time, you know, like in the, in the, in the mid eighties. Right. Wow. And I remember I was like, oh, I have all these mixtapes I'm going to be listening to. And they're like, oh, what, what do you have? Can I look? And then they're like, dude, where'd you get all this music? I was like, oh, for my mom. I grabbed it from my mom's dresser drawer or something like that. And everybody was just like, dude, you need to make me some copies of that because you're that, that's your mom's music. And I was like, <laughs> and I guess everybody else's moms were like in their 40s or 50s at that point. So it's like, oh, I've got the 34 year old mom that's listening to the Beast i mean I, I can't imagine having <laughs> met your mom and, yeah <laughs> yeah we awesome. met your mom that's interesting we should <laughs> talk to her about the bc boys next time we're in reno at the what is it the vip club we'll talk to her about that she's also yeah she's also the one that likes to listen to things like on crazy repeat so like she had like we are the world that was recorded oh. from from the 45 three times on the tape so that we'd have to listen to it three times over <laughs> in the car <laughs> Dude, I had that 45. I'm so sad. I wish I still had my whole thing of singles. Do y'all have any singles or do you have tapes left? I must. I have to look. I still have tapes left. You and do? Some, and? Yeah. And some of my mixes because my sister's car still has a cassette player. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> from the 90s. Oh, I love the it. Corolla, the Corolla. Yeah. Yeah. Does it also have a CD player or no? No. Just it's tapes? the same radio from 90 seven or 98 whenever she got the car oh, i don't know fuck. yeah just she never got a radio on there and i love it so we listen to cassette tapes sometimes oh, man. <laughs> i have one of my mixes in there yeah it's good ah uh, i wish man i had those little drawers i don't know if you guys remember the little drawers yeah that's yeah, yeah that house the tapes. yes yeah and, and he, I, oh well we can go rolling in the eight. If you want to listen to some, we may have to do that through the city (laughs) in the 98. All right. I just, I wish (laughs) I had, I don't know. I think my, we must've gotten rid of all that shit. I'm so sad about that. My mom, um, I don't know if we talked about this on a basic recently, but she actually came over and visited 
because we were all vaxxed, blah, blah, blah. And she walked in the door. I mean, literally, we haven't really like visited <laughs> in like a year and whatever it is. She walks in the door. She's like, hey, I just want to uh, I just want to know if you want your your childhood books, like the first thing she asked. <laughs> and now I'm thinking I'm like, no, I want my childhood cassettes. <laughs> Where are those? I want that mm-hmm. shit. I want all my mixes. Damn it. Speaking of we could play it in the Corolla. Yeah, in the Sorry. 98. Speaking of childhood books, I had all of the Babysitter Club, like the whole <gasps> collections. I just talked about babysitter. And I Club. donated them like an asshole in like the 2000s. Ooh, like I bet you would or... would you read those now? Yes. Are you kidding? I Some light heart, lighthearted fodder for my dark days. Yes. I would love to read about Stacy and <laughs> Brenda? Uh, no, I don't remember. I don't remember. Sweet, Sweet Valley High, Sweet Valley Twins. Yeah, yes. I never transitioned to that. I was a strictly Babysitter's Club. I read a lot of Babysitter's Club, and I mm-hmm. I seriously just brought that up with Jeff because he was like, oh, were you Beverly Clear- Cleary? Because she just passed away, I believe. Yeah. Um, but I was like, no, I was Babysitter's Club. Beverly Cleary <laughs> was a little younger, though. A little what younger. You, than us? Because that was like Ramona the Pest. Yeah. And all that's a little younger than. But they, she, had a, she had a because I was Ramona like Cleary too. something about a fifth grader. Like oh, the, yeah. Tales of a fifth grade uh, sucker or something. <laughs> oh, my fudge. gosh. Those are so oh, good. What was the fudge one? Yeah. The fudge books. Fudge mania about her little brother. Yeah. Those oh, were right. awesome. Oh, I know. Oh, I now mean, I want to now I want to read like a little kid because. My ne- I have two little boy nephews. Oh, I'm not, like, start them on that shit. <laughs> I know. I that's. I don't care if they're for girls. Dude, I think Ramona the fun. Best. Yeah, Smokes Ramona. Will relate to Ramona the best. <laughs> kinda, kinda. Um, you know, I'm sorry. And you know who else died? I mean, Jesus. <laughs> okay, Eeyore. Jesus, back to death. But I know, but, but also, true. but it's also Olympia Dukakis who oh, I, I just. I oh. mean. I watch Moonstruck a lot with my mom in the past Me, few months. I love Moonstruck. It's I my, mean, when I say favorites. I yeah. love it, yeah. I fucking love that movie so much. We probably talked about it on the show. Every single character is just at their prime. I love the fucking grandpa with the mm-hmm. fucking dogs. I fucking that movie me also fall in love with New York as a younger person because I didn't know anything about New York. Like Moonstruck made me like love new york in a way that i didn't think i could love because i didn't know anything about it and italian food of course i mean and a young nicholas cage very young before he got real crazy yeah yeah i don't think jeff's ever seen it so we're gonna have to watch it what i know i'm gonna have to introduce oh him to Moonstruck. god it's gonna be real serious maybe you should save that for your wedding night it's really special it's not just for <laughs> it's not just for any time Save it for your honeymoon. <laughs> that's not just a random. I mean, that's a special moment. <laughs> that's my say? wedding. That's my wedding gift. Heather, <laughs> 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 I sleep on the couch. I mean, that's going to be about right. Let's it has be to be a special occasion. Get some good food, some good wine. You can't just watch it on a Tuesday <laughs> afternoon. Save it for your wedding. <laughs> maybe not that but you know what i mean well, it's, like- it's not like we're gonna have sex on our wedding night we're gonna be up all night drinking like who has sex on their wedding night nobody as far as i know i don't know 
Well, I'm I haven't taken the to. poll though. Yeah, I know who with too. Don't worry, we'll make room. We'll make room to invite him to the. Yeah, wedding. I mean, I'm gonna shoot my shot. Make sure he's vaxxed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just kidding. Uh, no, you're not. I mean, if you can make a move, make a move. I I fully endorse the move <laughs> with this person. Would that be the weirdest thing? Okay, we won't t- talk. About no. It. Anyway, let's move on. It would be weird. Cut that it'd out. Be, it'd be hilarious. <laughs> no, don't cut this out. We're not even talking about who it is. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, yeah. Moonstruck for my <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh. Oh, but I, and, and I'm sorry. He only watched, um, we watched it in the last year. Maybe it was at the beginning of pandemic. I don't remember. Um, Steel Magnolias. He had never Ugh. seen it. Oh, I mean, it kind of holds up, but I love that movie. The what only thing kinda? Was, What's wrong with well, it? Well, because he threw me off. He's like, what is this movie about? <laughs> We're watching it. It's about the, their like, bond. It's about French strong women. women. It's fucking oh, about Dolly Jeff. Parton. I, Fuck. Right. It's about... It's, I mean, I love the characters of Olympia Dukakis and what's her name? Weezer. Oh, Weezer. Oh, <laughs> and I love Tom Skerritt. I have a real, I have a boing. That's salt and pepper. I, oh boy. I yeah. randomly came across, you know, like when you're on YouTube and then like YouTube uh-huh. auto, auto plays something else that similar to whatever you're watching. And yes. it came oh, on going down the rabbit hole. Right. And then it came on like, I don't know what I, maybe I was like doing other things around the house. And then it was on the, the YouTube rolled into this Phil Donahue interviewing the <laughs> cast of Magnolia's. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Wow. And all, it, of but, all of them, every Tom scare, everybody and Julia, uh, Julia Roberts, you, like, she wasn't even in Pretty she's Woman like yet. Her. She's so a baby. No, it was like right after who, Mystic Pizza, I think. Yeah, oh, nobody Love knew that who movie the too. hell she was, mm-hmm. and she's they're just like, oh, a newcomer, Julia Roberts. How is it to be on this platform with all of these women who knew that you know, like she was going to be who she was, you know? Dude. Oh, now I need to find that. I'm sorry, I'm looking for something on uh, Instagram, which of course there. Um, it has nothing to do with Olympia Dukakis, but uh, I will keep talking about Olympia because uh, our friend of the show, he's not, but one day, um, John Stamos, who, you know, has kind of like, he's made his returns on the show, but then he's died off and then I bring him back up, but he posted really something sweet about Olympia Dukakis. He had a picture of, I don't know if you saw it, Char, it's him. He's like, it has to be in the eighties. It's him, Olympia Dukakis and uh telly savalas because they're all greek so he posted that <laughs> um for those of you i'll pause that don't know who telly savalas is uh google so um it's the three of them and he's like my dad was so like he was so proud of this photo it was three greeks in one photo and he's like i got the pl- i had the pleasure of working with olympia dukakis she played my mom several times in different things and it was really sweet so i posted that in our instagram stories but Love you, John. Well, I I heard him on on Stern. I want to watch his show. I do too. He plays a basketball coach. Uh, you know, one of our directors directed one of the episodes. I wanted to reach out to her. No, who? From Coven Film Fest, the first time we covered it. Well, her. I'm only going to remember her Instagram handle. One bowl of fun. Uh, hold on, I'll look for it. Hold on, Char. You're gonna have to hold on. What? One of the directors from Coven? Yeah, is directing. The She's show? directing <gasps> a lot of 
a lot of big shit. I want to have wow. her on. I'll find her. You go Maybe ahead. She's talk. our connection to John Stamos. Look, wow. It's not oh. Foster. Foster's own. No, no, no. It's uh, Bola Agun. Bola Agun. Anyway, she's one of the episode directors. Yeah. Did I tell you about when we went to see the live music on the beach? Yes. Yes. For your birthday. Oh, okay. Yeah. But you didn't talk to us about your mom's birthday, which was just this past. Yes. Saturday. Yeah. My mom had a birthday. <laughs> How was that? She. It was what good. What you guys do? It was good. We. Um, in the morning, my sisters and I took her to get Manny Petties. So we had like a ladies morning getting Aww. our nail, getting our nails did. And then um, and then everybody came over, just not everybody, my sisters, my nephew and uh, uh, my mom's sister all came over in the afternoon. And we gave her a bunch of gifts. She got a bunch of gifts and she was really excited. And then we went out to dinner down the street at this like really fancy restaurant. And uh, oh. they, they had live music and and it was nice. It was good. I think, you know, the first everything without my dad is are, is going to be hard, but we just kept her busy. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know, like and now we're going to do this. Now we're going to do this. So you don't have time to, like, sit and think about it, you know. So it was good. It was nice. Was it all your sisters, the whole family or mm-hmm. just oh, yeah. good. All my sisters and one of my nephews. And this is why I sent you this picture. My nephew, because mm-hmm. I hadn't seen him since my birthday, got me a beanie with dinosaurs on it <laughs> and it says Taborosaurus because he, he gets me that's perfect and I'm like this is a perfect gift for a 40 year old if anybody's wondering <laughs> a beanie with dinosaurs on it yeah and it was just like oh my god I love it I'm gonna I want to frame it but so yeah I, I keep think, getting gifts well no you have to wear that <laughs> you got a lot of headwear for your birthday yeah, yeah. I know. <laughs> people know me I like that you tried to send me a picture of your new glasses and I'm like, yeah, you wore them on the last basic. I Jesus. forgot. Apparently I'm <laughs> uh, becoming my fiance. Captain party glasses. Yeah. Yeah. I just sent you, I know we're recording and all that, whatever, but I sent you a photo of um, Bola. I, I know you'll remember. Um, I sent it to both of you, but Char wasn't there. But yeah, uh, I, I want to watch Stamos's show too. Um, you heard him on Stern recently. Mm-hmm. Are you listening to Stern? I didn't mm-hmm. know. Okay. Yeah, the my dad's car has satellite radio, so oh. I love it. I'm loving it. So I listen to Stern now, and I all all the radio stations are fucking awesome. I love satellite radio. I forgot, and I know Ange didn't see it, so um, I forgot to like tell you guys that we got a new car as soon as I got laid off. <laughs> what yeah oh yeah that's right we uh traded in sexy little number our little prius c which we loved it was perfect for the city for a a bigger car for a um rav hybrid uh four door yeah because we were talking about it for like the last year and uh i was getting laid off and we're like let's just look into it and see what it costs it was actually monthly it's cheaper than what we were paying and uh, we leased it, uh, never have leased before, but talked to a bunch of our friends who are like, it's not like how it used to be. And do you want to own the car? And you can actually own the car after a couple of years anyways. So it's great. It's going to be great for our road trip that's coming up soon. Um, that was kind of the reason why we play on the road trip too, is now we like have more room and we're going to camp for a night. And um, But I love 
to your point, we have XM for a little bit and we kind of love it. So, but they should, they need a print station. Duh. Mm, good call. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff was like, where's the print station? I'm like, I don't think they have one yet. So I couldn't find like a New Orleans style. No, I know station either. Uh, so, yeah, if anyone's listening, <laughs> get on that. That's a major gap, right? Yes. They should just have dub dub OZ. I'm wondering if you can find it. Hmm. Maybe through the app or something. I don't know, but probably not on the actual radio station. I do notice one thing for XM and I don't know, Shar, if you have like a, if you know why or how this works. So uh, every time we switch the station, one song's finishing and the next one's beginning every time every time so it'll hmm. it's like you're starting a new song anytime you change the channel and i think that's very interesting how that works huh hmm. i've never i've never heard anything about yeah. the programming and i've never noticed it either so Je jeff was like how come every time we change the songs fading out and like the new song starts and it happens every time every time hmm. it's weird i know i don't think that happens for me <laughs> try it if it if that happens it's like it's it's either like the new start the new song's just beginning or the the last one's fading out to get to the next one anytime we change it it's weird i'm like how do they know they're listening hmm. <laughs> i know uh speaking of they're listening uh the q documentary on i can't remember if it's netflix or hbo wow you did it we haven't even finished it <laughs> Cause we keep making the mistake of watching it at night, like later at night. And I'm like, I can't really, I can't, I can't, that can't be the last thing we watch at night. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I started notes on it. And the one note I already have is just about, I didn't know there was diaper porn um, on like 4chan or 8chan. And I don't, I still don't even understand what those are. I guess that's the deep dark web, but how dark is it if everyone knows about it? Um, but uh, yeah, diaper porn, you guys. <laughs> it has nothing, to do, has nothing to do with QAnon, but they brought it up and I'm like, of course there's diaper porn. Like uh, people wearing diapers or looking at yes. dirty diapers? Probably both. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm like, there's gotta be people that don't have kids then because how can you right. be into diaper porn if you've you know, been like shat on while changing diapers? <laughs> there's no way, right, Char? I think people like that stuff. Oh, for the love of God. But I know Shara's like, move on. Um, but I, uh, yeah, QAnon's, um, well, do you have any family members that believe in QAnon that you know of? No, thankfully. No. Well, because you have that one. I don't think he... We're not sure about QAnon, probably at this point. I mean, he's been in the house for over a year. Like, how do you not grasp onto that stuff? Um, I don't know. I, I think it's worth watching as someone who doesn't believe in it to, to understand <laughs> what is happening. Um, we think it's probably someone just fucking with people, to be honest. That's what it feels like. And those people believe it. Some like young kids that are real tech savvy and <laughs> ish and and could have been politically adjacent at some point or are still. Um, it's weird, man. It's 
There's one couple that they show at the beginning that are like, yeah, we voted for Obama twice. And um, then just Q started popping up in our lives. And like the whole family's wearing shirts about QAnon. And it's like, wow, if you can be Democrat and they were Democrats their whole life, you mean Democrats and voted for Obama and then switch and be like, yeah, QAnon's real. We were like, ooh, mama. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's it's um, it's scary. But the weird so, thing is, normally with things like that, there's like one leader that's really charismatic and really, you know, just like with any cults. And this is I mean, it's not Trump, right? It's like. Pre Trump, like who's their leader? Jeff, that's um, the weird thing to me. <clears throat> it's like I, I know that people that were seemingly Democratic or, or whatever, liberal or whatever can like flip like that. But because of like a charming leader or something that gets it, not just seeing headlines on on the internet yeah uh to your point of leaders another enlightening <laughs> fucking show we watched we watched frontline here and there and they did a whole thing about militias and not even militias it was like uh proud boys and all that shit um boogaloo boys and i don't know if this is smart but um they all don't have leaders they're just they're just um groups within the country that follow each other. So, so it's, it's a smarter tactic if you want, uh, if you want multiple groups around different parts of the country. So they don't have one leader. So maybe that's the QAnon. I don't know. Anyways, we don't have to get in. <laughs> we don't have to like dig in, but it was an interesting tactic. I thought to think about, maybe it's not about having a leader so much as just having a movement. Well, yeah, and it, it is more effective. I mean, I think that was, was that part of a movie that we've watched or Probably. something? Or Probably. maybe it was, this is who we are, or no, who we are, or whatever that documentary oh, was who called. We are. Anyway, yeah. that chronicles racism in um, the United States. Uh, that, yeah, we don't have a Martin Luther King and a Malcolm X and, and you know, for the FBI or the CIA to target, right. which makes it more effective. Yep. Uh, so that is a smarter uh, tactic to have, but... Um, but it, but this is already like these are ideals that are if you're human and you care about other people, then, of course, you would, you know, not like QAnon. It's not like, oh, of course, I'm going to like diaper porn. You know, like these aren't know. just just human empathy sort of ideals. They're just so radical that um, I mean, white supremacists. Yeah, that's that's so basic for this country. So, of course, there's going to be people like that's Proud funny. Boys and whatever. But the QAnon is just like next level. That's that's why I'm just baffled and, by it uh it's baffling um to watch it because you're just you're sitting there and you're like how it's just they're running a game it feels like the shell game you know where you have the one thing under and you're just like where is it where is it going and then you have to pick and maybe you're wrong maybe you're right but it's um it's weird um and i i should say i should say that diaper porn doesn't equal QAnon. they were okay. just saying <laughs> <laughs> i'm just sticking me, to that now because look, I let me be real clear about that for anyone who listens to this and might follow QAnon, because i doubt that that's one and the same uh if they were just saying like the deep dark web and what's on there and i'm like i, I never heard of that and i never want to hear about it again <laughs> yeah sorry it's not one and the same y'all Diaper porn doesn't e 
equal a QAnon believer. Thank you for but that maybe clarity. Maybe it does. I, yeah. Yeah. I don't I'm know. Just messed up now. I don't I think know, this sorry. is the best thing for you to be watching right now, honestly. For yeah. Your, no, that's literally <laughs> your mental state. <laughs> I haven't watched it in days because I'm like, I, I don't know if I can go back there, but it is interesting. Throw on some Stamos and just mm, relax. Sure. It's more about Top Chef right now, to be honest. Um. I was going to say, hey, it's AAPI Heritage Month, uh, and we are super excited to be partnering with CampFest, um, kind of in a major way this year. I'm not going to blow it, because if you're not part of our email list, you're not going to find out about what we're a part of tonight. <laughs> um, but sign up, because you'll get exclusive uh, content and um, you know special stuff we're a part of. But uh, it's coming up May 13th through 23rd. You can find it, you know, CampFest, just Google it. And there's tons, tons. I feel like their programming is like huge this year. Yeah. It was hard to, to filter what we wanted to cover. I was yeah, just like, I just hope you're okay. Because I was like, uh, here's the list and hopefully we can do most of it. Yeah. It's insane. <laughs> and it's really exciting. Yeah. This is um, a big step for us, what we're doing, <laughs> which you will find out about soon. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. We'll, we'll be talking about it uh, and promoting the hell out of it. Uh, I'm sure it'll sell out, whatever that looks like, but it's, it's just one of those things where you're like, Hey, we want to interview this person. And they're like, Oh, well, why don't you just host a panel <laughs> with this person? And you're like, sure. Yeah. That's uh, exactly what we wanted to do. Uh, it'll be good, but we're excited. Go to CampFest, buy tickets, stream stuff. I think they're doing a few um, in San Francisco. They're doing a few, uh, what are they called? Drive-ins uh, over at Fort Mason, which we did last year for CampFest, um, which was really mm -hmm. fun, just as just for fun. And um, what else did I want to say? Camp but that's Fest. just for people that are listening. That's C-A-A-M. It stands for the Center for Asian American Media. So that's how you spell CampFest. Check right. it out. Right. Uh, it also is uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. By the way, there's a lot of things going on this month. Uh, I am all here for getting your therapy on and having someone to talk with. Um, so that's what I'm here to say <laughs> about Mental Health Awareness Month. I don't think our cultures, American, Asian, Filipino, we don't talk about this stuff. We've talked, we've talked about not talking about stuff a lot. <laughs> and I think it's, um, personally, I, I've, I've gained a lot from, from therapy. I, I love my therapist um, and other stuff we've done before. We've done reimagine, which has been a really great outlet uh, for folks who have lost people, family members, friends in their lives, or just talking about death because guess what? Everyone is affected by death. Um, yeah. On that topic, I, I did want to yeah. say, I also started a, a, well, I didn't start it. But I'm part of this grief group, we're calling it. It's just four ladies. Uh, I connected with Gabby, who's the mother of the nomadic family. Um, this documentary that Erin and I have been working on for seven years. So I connected with her. She knows what I'm going through. And we're all people that have lost a parent in the past year or so. One, one of the women had uh, lost her cousin, who was her best friend, her sister growing up uh, just two months ago. And um, we just devote one hour a week to just talking about where we are in our whole grief process. And it's insane. It's really just like, it's really helped me so much. I feel lighter afterwards. So, you know, if you can't afford therapy, which it's very affordable in some places are sliding scale, maybe your insurance covers it. Just, you know, there are other ways 
to to figure it out. Just devoting time to just talk about this one issue has really made all the difference for me. So, you know, the, get creative. There, there, there are ways and there are people out there that really are going through what you're going through and, and you can help each other. Right. I was going to say, I know a lot of people talk about cost and that's one of their, their big walls um, or hurdles for therapy. And I'm like, ask the therapist, if you're interested, ask about sliding scale. I don't think any therapist will say no. And they'll talk with you about what they can offer. I, I did with my therapist. I'm like, look, I work for a nonprofit. So <laughs> can we work on this? So um, don't be afraid to ask about that. And yeah, I don't know. It's helpful to have therapists, grief groups, groups in your life to have these conversations. So um, Angela, I'm sorry, before we end here, I, there's a wheelchair behind you and then your 40th birthday. <laughs> balloon and I didn't notice the wheelchair I noticed the 40th I I noticed the 40th balloon and I was like oh remnants of Uh, 40 that's my present and my future yeah I was like is that what is that what they gave you as your big gift we just got back we just got back from an appointment otherwise the wheelchair would be in the closet that's why like i literally just put her down to sit and then came to them that's it's normally not in the bag here's your here's your gift just in case (laughs) i don't want to jinx you jesus christ jinx Um, i already need it what do you mean right (laughs) anything else y'all it's already been like uh more than 30 minutes right did we miss anything char no, I think talked we, about Campfest. I think we hit it all. I think we covered all the spots. Didn't we almost have yeah, it yeah. all? Oh, well, now we've done everything. We've sung. So yeah. <laughs> cool. Well, that's another basic bitch. I'm hoping we'll have more. We also have uh, some great guests coming up. Again, Campfest. Look for it. C A A M Fest. Uh, we had Jessica Watkins, who is a filmmaker and comedian, uh, on the show, and that's coming up soon. And uh, look for our interview with Alana Brown, uh, the film's Trees of Peace, and uh, she's also one of the directors of the upcoming Blind Spotting uh, series that's going to be on Stars that I think comes out in July. So look out for those interviews, and we'll talk to y'all soon. Thanks for listening. If you like what you hear, rate and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. For more information about us, you can head to bitchtalkpodcast.com. This podcast is created, hosted, and executive produced by Aaron Lynn. My co-host is Angela Tabora, a.k.a. Captain Party. The show is edited by producer Shar. We're powered by GoTo Productions.